everyone. Welcome again to the Bible Project Podcast. And we've reached Genesis chapter 7, the first 13 verses we're going to be covering today, which looks at the actual flood itself. I'd remind you that there's a transcript of all these podcasts available in any of the audio versions of the podcast that you might be listening to wherever you're getting it from just go into the episode notes section to find it and you'll also find within there links to my other podcasts and ministries including the weekly podcast where I gather together both the material from this podcast and other teachings and projects that I've done during the week but anyway we've reached the point where the flood proper begins Now the Genesis Flood has generated a lot of discussion in the minds of Christian believers over the year. The author of Genesis must have considered the Flood to be important as it occupies three and a half whole chapters in this early part of Genesis. In a book where the opening 11 verses concerned themselves with the origins of the universe, the nature of humanity, sin, the writer of Genesis still takes time to set three and a half chapters aside to tell us about this flood in some detail. So the author of Genesis apparently thought that the flood was important. So then what are the truths contained within this passage that make it so important? The first part of this passage which we're going to look at today is nothing more than God giving Noah directions to get aboard the boat. Simple as that. That's the first nine verses of the chapter. Verse 1 says this, Then the Lord said to Noah, Go into the ark and ask your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. So after more than a century of Noah building and preparing the ark, God then speaks. A period of grace of a total of 120 years have passed, in fact, during which time Noah has faithfully heeded the warning and attended to the preparation and the building of the ark. But now the day has come when God tells Noah and his household to get in the ark. The text continues. Take with you seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, and one pair of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate, and also seven pairs of every kind of bird, male and female, to keep their various kinds alive throughout the earth. Seven days from now I will send rain on the earth, for forty days and forty nights, and I will wipe from the face of the earth every living creature I have made. Verse 4 says, Load the boat, because in seven days the flood will begin. There will be forty days and forty nights of intense rain, and everything outside is going to be destroyed. The text continues, picking up in verse 9, and it says, And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. And Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives entered the ark to escape the waters of the flood. Pairs of clean and unclean animals, of birds and of all creatures that move along the ground, male and female, came to Noah and entered the ark as God had commanded Noah. So the opening section is really quite straightforward. First God says, get into the boat. Second he says, take the animals aboard and then it emphasizes the fact that Noah simply did everything that God directed him to do. Alright, this takes us to the second part of this passage, beginning in verse 10 where we have a description of the flood. And it says this, And after the seven days the floodgates opened upon the earth in the sixth hundredth year of Noah's life, 
on the seventeenth day of the second month. On that day all the springs of the great deep burst forth, and the floodgates of heavens were opened, and rain fell on the earth for forty days and forty nights. So here we have it. Verse 10 gives us specifically the time of the flood, and verse 11 gives us the source or sources of the flood. It says, On that day all the springs of the great deep burst forth, and the floodgates of heaven were opened. This is a very important verse if you want to understand the flood, because it says the water came from below the surface of the earth, as well as from above the surface of the earth. The great deep that is referred to here, many experts believe it's a reference to what is called subterranean water. One author I read said that this text implies volcanic eruptions and underground earthquakes leading to the uprising and outflow of water. The other source of water mentioned was rain from above. It actually says the floodgates of heaven were opened, so it's clearly talking about a torrential downpour. Remember when God created the earth in chapter 1, it says he placed a canopy of water around it and separated the water of the earth below from the water of the earth above. And this passage is saying that the canopy of water above the earth has almost in a sense collapsed onto the surface of the earth. Now if there were a sort of canopy of water above the earth before the flood and it fell on the earth during the flood, that would explain the source of such a dramatic amount of water. Furthermore, if there was such a great amount of water in the subterranean springs of the earth also starting to overflow and erupt upon the surface of the earth, then there would be enough water to quickly cover the surface of the earth as described here. The story will continue in verses 13 to 16, but we look at that next time. Okay everyone, that's it for this time. Thank you for joining me. Now the place to go to connect to this and any other ministries I'm involved in is the podcast notes section of the audio podcast on the Buzzsprout website. Or by looking in the episode notes section on whatever app provider you use. Within that you'll not only find the transcript of each talk, but you'll also find links to all the ministries and the way to connect with us, including the Facebook page, my YouTube channel, and links both to this, the daily podcast, and the Living in Faith Everyday podcast, which is a weekly roundup of all the various Bible study and talks that I'm doing over the period of the preceding week. You'll also find links there to my SoundCloud and my Bandcamp page, where I create the background music and the sound design of these broadcasts. But with that, all I'd like to say is thank you for joining me and I hope to join with you again very soon.